What is good, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Re-Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we chat with hip-hop artists from across Canada and talk about their daily inspirations, motivations, and hustles in the industry. Today's episode features Young Haas Kotu. Interviews like this one with Young Haas Kotu help remind me of values that sometimes fall on the back burner when I'm stressing or don't have a clear head. One of the things he mentions that hits home for me, which I didn't think would strike me so much, was that he respects himself, and it's a big thing. Man, the gravity of that statement just seems so crazy and important to me, respecting yourself. When I think about things like that, I start to wonder why someone wouldn't respect themselves, or even further, what disrespecting yourself even looks like. Self-respect. Damn, that's crazy. It seems conducive to think that if self-respect was a common trait, maybe respecting others would be more popular as well. It's an old biblical quote to do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and a spiritual teaching that we are all one. Damn, maybe that's the thing we're lacking these days and why so many people are polarized on issues and taking it out on each other. It's not about the external shit, it's about self-respect. Enjoy this interview with Young Haas Kotu as he brings forth a bunch of other valuable reminders and his methods with them. What's up, everybody? I'm here with Marcus. He goes by Young Haas Kotu. He's out of Edmonton. What's up, Young Haas Kotu? How you doing, bro? Yo, I'm doing good, bro. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, it's real good to have you, man. So so you're from out of Edmonton. You kind of have been described as somewhat of a, a grunge rapper. Can you can you kind of tell me what that means? I don't know if you identify as that, but <laughs> uh yeah, I mean like for the most part, I, I just say like, I just add like that kind of that different spin on trap music that I feel like kind of has disappeared. And uh I want people to like um I feel like the best way to put it is that like when hip hop first came out, that shit back in the eighties, nineties, like it had that like kick to it, you know what I mean? And I feel like I it lost that and I really wanna I really wanna bring that back, you know? I agree, man. And I gotta say trap is somewhat between like then and now, trap has kind of been a, a new newly emerging style compared to back then. Yeah. And with your first drop, uh it's a five track EP, Trap Grunge, right? From twenty nineteen last year. Yes, sir. Yeah, you you bring to light exactly what you just said in in using this newer style trap and then it fusing kind of that old law style. Because what was lost on me, I guess, in the genre was I, I kinda it almost died for me with the mumble rappers. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean like like 2016 was kind of a divisive year for a lot of people because like you had like the little yachties and like little Uzis come out and everything and everyone was kind of like they weren't sure if they were fucking with it for me like i can i can get with some of that stuff and like i fuck with you know 21 savage i fuck with some with a lot of little uzi but i mean for me trap music just got too uh too clean sounding you know what i mean like shit just sounded like it was like fucking squeaky clean like polished all the way you know and i feel like i feel like music isn't supposed to be perfect you know so like you're a lot right of time, man a lot of the time you'll hear me in my songs and like maybe you'll hear me take a breath or something or like um you'll just hear things like like i don't try to i got a slur you know what i mean i don't try to correct my slur for sure like if i slur when i rap uh people people get it people understand it you know still so 
as part of your language. So how do you how do you approach your producer with that with that aspect? Do you like kind of record a bunch of uh, a bunch of tracks and then make sure the slurs are put in, or are you always using the same kind of words like every time you record? Oh, it's, it's pretty much just natural for me. Like he just throws on like whatever can make it sound as uh as as good as possible like so people can understand me still and then um you know like i always kind of compare it to like um kodak black because he he this this guy is rapping like he sounds like he got braces on you know what i mean and and, uh uh i don't i don't consider myself to be like kodak black but i mean in that sense like we both kind of got like the like our S's are fucked up, you know what I mean? I don't know if I can swear, but <laughs> oh, dude, do what you want to do. <laughs> but uh, like my like my S's are always fucked up. So like my my main engineer, like I go to I go to a place called Nothing But Flame. That's my that's my studio. Like that's that's Christianari, my engineer, and like I'll do a song or like a hook or somewhere i like I, I got like a bunch of s's and he'll just like look at me and be like yo bro you're making my job real hard right now <laughs> <laughs> word eh but and I, I like your approach to that man is you don't really give a fuck about that polished sound or that overproduced sound you want that raw image and that's it, it comes through in the lyrics and in through the presentation man definitely that's, that's beauty so what what got you into dropping your your ep trap crunch there last year what, what what actually got you inspired to start releasing music let's put it there well, I feel like I got like, um, damn, that's a good question. That's a good question. Because like what happened was that I was in college when I started um, making Trap Grunge and uh, when I started writing it. And I was just before that, I, I had written probably three different projects before I wrote Trap Grunge, but I never recorded none of them. Hey, and- why not? <laughs> Cause it wasn't it wasn't on that level yet, you know what I mean? Hey. There was there was one that I had out and everything, but I kind of I, I wasn't really fucking with it, so I like went for a different approach, and then um, I, it just took me a while to like get my to get everything up to par with like where I wanted it to be, you know. And that's like that's pretty much how it came together. Was that like I just had this collection of like originally trap grunge was like 11 songs but i'm kind of like in the old school belief that i like short and to the point projects you know what i mean eps that are like six seven eight songs max yeah yeah because i don't like no filler you know what i mean i don't like filler yeah i feel you don't want those waste tracks in between exactly i don't want people i want people to be able to listen to my project front to back and be like yo there was never a dull moment so yeah there was a there's a lot of songs on Trap Grunge at one point, and I just like I just wanted to get rid of all the filler and everything. So, and there's songs I didn't fit either. Like I had to still make sure I was like keeping that certain style because I dive into like so many different styles that it can be kind of like too much on one project. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I definitely feel you on that, man. So that's that's dope though. So this, in a sense, was it was kind of like a long time coming for you to actually put out some released music. And then, no, uh, really. how'd you find the opportunity in college? Like, weren't you busy as fuck back then? Or oh, definitely. I was working like thirty-five hours a week. Um, I was work. I was working a dead end job in college. I didn't fuck with what I was doing in college. I was like, I still graduated and everything. I, I fucking got my diploma out there. But I wasn't really, um, it wasn't my goal, you know what I mean? I was just kind of, I had to be doing something. Because if I'm not doing something, then I feel like I'm lazy, you know what I mean? So sure. when I was in college still, I was like, I was whenever I had free time, I was just writing, finding beats, finding ways to pay for them, you know, doing whatever the fuck I had to do. Just hustling. Yeah. Trying my hardest to just, like, get out there. I was going to shows. I wanted to start getting on shows, but I didn't have any music out. And 
I didn't have nothing like even properly recorded. So I was like, just trying to like hustle my way into the scene and like, you know, tell everybody, yo, make space. Cause like I'm coming, yo. And then as soon as, uh, as soon as I had like a few songs though, that's when everything started to like come together because I had like, I dropped two songs before my project came out. And then I started doing shows about three weeks before Trap Grunge came out. And no way. Before, yeah. <laughs> that's sick, man. That's wild. That's confidence. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just because like, like, it's not like a, it's not like a, I don't have a big head on my shoulders or nothing like that. It's just like when I made that project, I knew I had some on my hands and, uh, and it kind of, it kind of just came together that way. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like how I made my space in here. That's cool, and, man. Yeah. So with only two tracks released beforehand, who put you on stage? Um, the very first guy who put me on stage was a, he's a promoter. His name is, uh, Aaron. He goes, um, AA Ron Productions. I think is is uh, is his company title, right. and they put me on at Bohemia, uh, which is a little uh, it's a little venue on 97th Street and uh, right by Jasper Ave, and uh, it was a sold out fucking show. No, <laughs> it was a sold out show like hundred people. That was a, that was a max like hundred people. So sold out show, and it was just like fucking ridiculous because my homie it was my homie's second show it was my 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 best friend in this shit my brother for life vaconi it was his second show and uh he had a song featuring me on it <clears throat> and uh he went on he was the set before me so i did my first live performance actually with vaconi performing a song called at the jam which you can only find on soundcloud <laughs> and uh, yeah, all right all right yeah so i did that verse i just did like a quick i think it was like a 12 bar verse i can't remember that song it's been so long yeah and uh this is all about just like over a year ago too so i did that and as soon as i did that verse in front of like all those people i was like i can do this, this is I mean? yeah this is the moment it was a, it was it was a fight or flight moment you know what i mean yeah at what stage were you in into uh creating and releasing trap grunge at that point um i was like trap grunge was like a race to the finish line like i was probably only about halfway done like all the songs i performed were unmixed fair okay that's <laughs> also you performed you performed your tracks off of trap grunge in that show yeah 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 i performed like all my like if they weren't released yet or nothing like two of them were released lowest point on earth was released and a song called um uh holy fuck yeah sure business frieza and trap grunge frieza frieza, frieza. was released frieza frieza and lowest bro <laughs> Yo, no, you guys actually came up with something sick with frieza and who's your uh your buddy core 36 yeah tell me, core 36. Tell me the link there uh core 36 like i it's funny because one of the very first local shows i went to um, I've met Core 36 and uh he he had been around probably about she she's been around a minute, bro. He's been around for a minute and um he uh we we linked up at, at this show and I met him and I saw him on stage performing doing his thing. I can't remember the venue and uh, I talked to him afterwards and I was just like, "Yo, bro, like you're really doing it." And he was like, "Fuck yeah, man." And hey. um and I uh, as soon as I had a song that I knew would fit him, I just sent it to him. I was like, "Yo, bro, Actually, I didn't even send him the song. I sent him the beat. I sent him the beat, and I was like, yo, I'm doing a song called Frieza on this, which is like my favorite Dragon Ball Z character. Word. And Core being a fucking huge Dragon Ball fan was like, yo, I don't even need to hear it. I'm going to just do a verse. And uh, he sent me back a verse like four hours later, and I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so, Dude, 
that whole track was absolutely wild i gotta admit man yeah 100 percent. like i just uh freeze that like i got i, I want to go back to that because that's the only yelling like kind of screaming song i've ever done but i really want to go back to that kind of revisit that whole thing yeah was, did uh, you guys did you guys perform it exactly like how it is in the in the track on stage oh, that day 100 bro that's sick man 100 bro yeah freeza freeza the first time i performed freeza was that night and i was like on stage and i was trying to feel the vibe of the crowd and i wasn't sure if i was gonna do it <laughs> mid stage no I had, it, I had it i had it on my usb the dj had it yeah and i was and i was gonna do frieza for my last song for my last for my very last song and um i came up to my second last song which i think was just trap grunge and i looked at core down there and i was like <sighs> I took a deep breath i was like okay we're gonna do this so <laughs> hey I okay so I, yeah core I was waiting core. and ready then eh oh well the thing about core is that like bohemia is like this guy's home you know oh this, I feel this, you. Guy, this guy this guy he fucking um he does like bookings there and stuff as well now so like if you're ever trying to get on a hip-hop show at bohemia like hit up that guy for yeah, real. Of course. yeah where and uh so he's always right there by the stage going hard for whoever's up there he's like the most supportive guy in the world you know so <clears throat> soon as we were uh, yeah like second last song i was like just had to like take a deep breath and be like yo fight or flight still and see what happens and then we did freeze and it was, just, it was just a wild fucking t- time it was just a sick track to go out on eh yeah i know for real like i like jumped off the stage fucking like chorus like taking off his shirt and shit everyone's just fucking going crazy this track it was nuts that's beast man and i gotta say uh you got two other features on your on your uh spot there did they join you on stage as well uh Double V and YHN Prodi. I'm trying to remember now. I did not. I didn't. That do must business. have been a I wild do... night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Yo, I did not do business that night. Business is with the song with Double V. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't do it that night. And uh, YHN Prodi didn't. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think he pulled up for that one. Second last track, Trap Crunch. Yeah, I, can't, I don't think he pulled up for it. I don't think he pulled up for it, but it was all good still because like me, me and Prodi, like we we go like way back, you know. So like Prodi, you know, I know Prodi is he's a busy guy. Like he's a bigger artist than me. Like he, if you got something to do, he got something to do. You know, I'm not gonna, you know. For sure, yeah. How'd you link up with him? Because it's this is the title track, right? Honestly, yeah, it's, no. it's my favorite track on the EP as well. For real. Yeah, dude. It's got it's just got a vibe to it that it hits. I don't know what it is. It just hit me just very well. It resonated with me very well. It's That's that it's great. that bass in it. Hundred percent, the eight oh eight. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded um, me of uh, it reminded me of something. I don't fucking know. It just reminded me of something that would come out like these days. That's popping. <laughs> That's sick. Where, bro? Um, the link up with Prodi was just like. Um, Prodi had been doing, Prodi had been around probably about eight months before I started. And, um, I linked up with him at a music video shoot for a local artist named K Blitz. And I was just like, yo, this, this kid's crazy. Like he's going places, you know what I mean? And then yeah. we started like we started kicking it and shit. Like me and all my boys were kicking with him and his boys and shit, going to like parties and all this. And then um Prodi, like I don't know if you ever listen to Prodi's music, but Prodi does like this very like fucking like new wave trap, like very melodic, like little baby type shit almost. And I wanted to be the one who got Prodi on like a fucking like a grunge song, you know what I mean? Yeah, word. Uh, because that's my biggest thing. Like when I link up with an artist, like I'm not bending to their will. I want them to. I want. I want when I when I feature artists, like I want. I want them to be like out of their comfort zone with me. You know what I mean? For sure. But still, still <clears throat> doing their thing, 
to their exactly, like exactly. their delivery. Yeah, yeah. Like the, like my number one collaborator, like the artist I collaborate the most with is a guy is Double V. Like me and Double V collab on songs probably like every second month we're coming up with something new. Maybe oh, yeah. like all the time. Like me and Double V are always working together and um Who's Double V to you? Double V is like one of my closest friends. It's like the homie right there. Like me, Double V, Vicconi, and a guy named Banzetti. Like we're all like that, that's like that's a like gang right there, bro. Like we we uh just like a just like a few weeks ago, like we kind of solidified it. We came out as like Flash Gang. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a title. That's a group. Flash um, Gang, and that's yeah. that's gonna be your September thirtieth debut down the hall, right? Yeah, down the hall is uh, my very first music video, and uh, it's featuring music my homie. Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fe- it's featuring my homie, uh, my homie uh, Northside Flip and uh Northside flip like that's 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 gang still like me and flip we go back almost uh, not too long like just over a year just over a year but me and flip like like that's that's bro right there like me and flip are tight that's sick man so you, you got all these pretty deep connections do they come from like a hip-hop origination or was this just kind of like a mutual love that grew out of nowhere um it, me and Vakoni, we went to high school together um Vakoni is a year older than i am but and we didn't really like link up in high school too much but um we were still like we knew of each other and shit and uh i was like only really freestyling in high school and vaconi was uh i knew that vaconi was like trying to get into rap and then as soon as i i, I started like i was coming towards graduation i was like man i want to i want to get in this music shit for real and vaconi was kind of the one who was like yo like i got kind of this mic set up in my crib if you want to come check it out and shit and that's like when i started like writing it's when i linked up with him so i mean it was kind of like both ways where um where like we were we were homies but it was like hip-hop like really linked us together yeah you guys kind of bonded over 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 time and then double v like I, i heard double v like two years ago or something like that and this guy's just always fucking spazzing out on a song you know what i mean this guy's always doing some wild saying some wild ass shit and so i met him <laughs> you know it's funny me and double v we, we were talking about this like a week ago because me and me and double v we cannot remember when the fuck we met <laughs> we, have no idea. we have no idea when or where that's where it happened but like, just like somewhere in the timeline of like events for the past like two years me and double v linked up and, uh we did and we just <laughs> fucking ever since then it was just like fucking pure bangers ever since just connected yeah that's crazy man just at one point you didn't know each other and then suddenly you do know each other and it just fucking flew off since then that's crazy yeah and then um banzetti banzetti that's bro too right there he um he went to college with vaconi and vaconi went to college before i did and fucking um they linked up and uh Banzetti just recently started rapping, bro. Like Banzetti's only been in the game now for like seriously, like three or four months, and he's doing his fucking thing, bro. So he's making big waves. So word, bro. So you brought up college again. So just just to ask, what did what did you end up uh, getting your diploma in college? Uh, I wanted to. Sorry, um, sorry, does it relate to your music as well? Even even no. like kind of subconsciously. Uh, maybe subconsciously in some way, but I mean, like I was trying to, I was trying to go to college for, um, I wanted to do like radio. I wanted to like learn how to like hey, produce okay. shit and like, yeah. and like learn how to like be on the radio. And but like, part of me was like, maybe I can like learn how to like make music and put it on the radio, but it didn't really work out that way. So what but I ended I up doing, I could see that overlapping in the long run, even in the short term, like those skills that you gain, they're probably useful. <sighs> yeah. I mean, to like a certain extent, I mean, like, what what really became useful in college is that I would go to college like all day 
I'd be in class all day. And we had studios in 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 our um in our building. And so but they were only really meant for making like radio shit. Hey, so, okay. But I mean, if you could find one that's open <clears throat> after school, you could just like go post up there, sign it out and do your thing. So I would I would go to the studio after school, like in our in our in our building, and I'd just start making songs. No way, dude. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. Did you get some solid vocal tracks out of it? Not really, because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> oh hey, it was just you doing it solo. Yeah, so I would just like I would just go in there. Uh, I would hit like I would open up like Adobe Audition. I hit like record on the mic, and then I just like start doing my thing. And then um, all of the song, like none of the songs were good. <laughs> none, of them, none of them. I mean, like I think my I think my writing was there. I think the beats were fire. It's just like I couldn't like mix it and master it. You know what I mean? Oh, fair knowledge. You just couldn't make it all connect together. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that really. So as soon as I started going to like MBF Christianari, like. It just like that's when shit like took off, you know. Yeah, and you started actually creating your sound and getting used to it. Yeah, exactly. Because like I'm not gonna lie, like I was actually um, people used to tell me when I was making those songs in college <clears throat> that it was too much grunge. Too much grunge. What does that <laughs> yeah. mean? I, it was it was way darker. It was way. It wasn't even like trap beats anymore. That shit was just like like that wasn't trap grunge. That was just like pure like. I was just doing, I was just saying whatever fucking just going off. I was, I was just trying, I was just having fun. I was just having fun in there trying to like put something together. And, uh, I put together like a little project called hostile and, um, it was, it was sick, but I mean, like, I didn't really, I mean, it, to me it was sick, but to everybody else, they were like, yo, I can't even play this in my car speakers. Ah, <laughs> uh, just cause the mixing, who did the mixing for you? Me. You did it. How'd you learn? How'd you learn? I di- I didn't. That's why it sucked. Oh. <laughs> did you did you even like hit YouTube or something beforehand, or did you just like literally freehand it? I like watched like some tutorials and shit, and I was like, okay, this is like what an EQ is and compression and shit. But then I just couldn't like make it like work. You know what I mean? So for sure, man. I fucked, yeah. I fucked around. I fucked around with it for a minute, and I was like, man. I gotta go to like a studio because I don't have the patience for this. Like I'm, not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rapper. I'm not an engineer. You know what I mean? Word, bro. So, so did you get choked at people's responses, or were you just kind of like, ah, it is what it is? At first, I did. At first, people would be like, "Yo, this is a cool uh, song," but like, I can't like understand what you're saying because like, I, 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 I go in there, I like turn the fucking volume of the beat all the way up. I'd fucking like, fucking like. It'd be like all distorted and shit. My vocals would be distorted, and I'd be like, "Yo, this is so yeah. tough." And people, and people would be like, "Yo, I can't even understand what the fuck you're saying." I'd be like, "Yo, you just don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it was because you were in a sense kind of aiming for that level of grunge, right? Yeah, I was feeling myself on it. I was feeling myself. On it. I thought it was sick. Word, and then, um, yeah, it didn't really. It didn't. It didn't. Nothing really happened with it. So. Um, so where where if somebody looked would they be able to find hostile? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. I removed, I removed that shit from everything. I well I only ever put on SoundCloud. I put it on SoundCloud and I was like, this is let's see what happens with it. And then like all the songs like got reasonable views. Like I was getting like 300, 400 plays and shit. And I was like, man, this is sick. And then like but then you like look at the comments. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. People like smack in the face every single time. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, man, fuck this. 
That's why you gotta have it. It's stored somewhere in the archives, though, right? Just, um, just like out of curiosity. Yeah, somewhere on my laptop. I got a few songs still. Hey. There's, there's some, there's some songs I will never see the light of day again. I have it actually. Funny enough, I had a music video. Uh, Vaconi did a music video for me because he's like behind the scenes with a camera. Vaconi's nuts. Okay, all right. So he got a crazy ass camera. I can't. I don't even know what it is. And, I, was, um, I was gonna ask. Is he? It's Vaconi Visions, right? Is it? What yeah, goes Vaconi Vision. That's, that's, right, that's heard, a video plug right there. That's a video plug right there. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, so he um he did a little video for me for a song called um Oh my God, this is gonna kill me, yo. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck did I call it? Do you want me to run through? Oh, it's, it's probably one that's off the record. Oh, yeah, it's deleted. It's deleted. But Shit. anyway, so I did this, like, we did, like, a little one-take music video. We just, like, drove around Edmonton for, like, three hours. Bacconi put it together. Like, he, he put it together in front of me. And I was like, yo, this is sick. And then I dropped it. And everyone was like, this is cool. But, I mean, it's not, like, there. And I was like, y'all don't get it. Still. <laughs> man but any I but then i had to dude. like then like there, there comes a there comes a time when you're a whack rapper that you realize that you're a whack, rap, whack <laughs> rapper you know what i mean that you just got to kind of step your game up and give people exactly, a bit more what exactly. they want so because Word, i was tired bro. i was tired of telling people that they don't get it <laughs> you know what i mean i feel so, you because because you got it for sure right like you understood what you were trying to put down but that that's not the point yeah but even now i look back on it and i'm like like i loved it at the time but it's only because i was so new to it you still got love for it though don't you uh deep down yeah deep down like i still i still i still fuck with it i still like I I don't, tune in? I don't listen to the songs anymore. No, nah, okay, yeah, because like I, I I've progressed so much further than that. Fair, I feel you. So, hey, well, hey, listen, we're gonna take that quick break I told you about and go off the record here. Okay, word. Hi, right. and we're gonna take a listen to Young Haas Kotu's track called Trauma. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, Haas, yeah, Haas, yeah, Haas. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Look. I got some trauma from fucked up events. Shouts on my mama, I love her the best. I made these dollars to pay up a rent. I had that white and no good intent. I love the trapping, it don't make no sense. I had the ring and I took it out west. Just like Kawhi, man, I know I'm the best I ain't got say what's already in your head I got this trauma, we were too broke I need that dollar, we only had hope I had that box, but no trust in my home Pops on my ass, he thought I was on dope I get a bag by the night, it was blown I buy a bag, no Louis, it was blow I turned 17, my heart, it went cold How you lose all your friends on the road I was down bad I had no racks, even my stash, man, all in the trash I came from nada and man, that be facts Even to this day, I don't know how to relax Way back when we had knives in our packs I was 14, my boy taught me mixed stacks He my OG, but he got hooked on that meth But I still love him, man, I hope he come back I got some trauma from fucked up events Shouts on my mama, I love her I made these dollars to pay up a rent I had that white and no good intent I love the trap and it don't make no sense I had the ring and I took it out west Just like Kawhi, man, I know I'm the best I ain't 
God said what's already in your head I've been on the road doing shows long time now Counting up show money, shit is on mine now If I die young, just know it's my time now I'ma keep it real so you feel where I feel I had to work in the trenches I chose the trap, I was skipping no classes My boy kept that blade for when threats turned to action And I could get a strap when I need without question Uh Count my blessings, I ain't answer no questions Never. Feds almost had me, thank God for protection Remember those days we were young, we were flexing Never respecting an op who confessing My mind it got older, turned weed to my aura yeah. My boy off that soda, I ain't talking about cola nah. My heart it got colder, had friends turn to cobras Fuck. But now these bitches love me like I'm Sosa I got some trauma from fucked up events Shouts on my mama, I love her to death I made these dollars to pay up a rent I had that white and no good intent I love the trap and it don't make no sense I had the ring and I took it out west Just like Kawhi, man, I know I'm the best I ain't got say what's already in your head All right, everyone, we're back with Young Haas Kotu. What's up, bro? Yo, how's it going, bro? I'm chilling, man. Feeling good, feeling good. So we left off. We were talking about 2019, and I actually wanted to take a step back. Maybe I should have asked you this in the beginning, beginning, but Young Haas Kotu, it's not uh, It's not, uh, not your regular name. Let me. Can I? Can you talk a bit <laughs> about how you got that, how you landed on that? It, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, like, <clears throat> everyone... Everyone like always call me Hoss because like I'm a bigger guy, so like I I just feel like uh I just feel like it was natural. Like I I don't know I I heard it's from like a TV show from like the '60s or something, but um I fucking yeah I've just always been called Hoss and uh, people um uh I can't remember who yo it was Vaconi that Vaconi was the first person that called me Young Hoss because originally back in the Young day Young Hoss yeah I yeah, went yeah. by I went by uh the name KBM. <laughs> <laughs> what did that stand for? Uh, King Big Mark. King Big Mark. Oh, okay, okay. And that's yeah. just a, a play to your first name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So KBM was the OG name from like, I was like 17, 18. And then, uh, yeah, like two years ago, Vaconi just started calling me Haas. Everyone else started calling me Haas. Um, uh, Kotu kind of came about like a year ago because... Um, I wanted to start a, not like a label, but it's more like a movement where it's like, there's just so much underground in the city that I wanted to um, make something that kind of represents that. So I called it uh, Kings of the Underground. Bro, that's sick. (laughs) Yeah, so... (laughs) I added the code to on the end of my name, and it just like, it now now it just sticks in people's tongues like Young Haas Code Two. That's fucking awesome, dude. I don't know why I was hoping for it to be an acronym. I didn't even know I was hoping for it to be an acronym, but that's that's dope, man. Yeah. So Kings of the Underground, I love that. Yeah. So um, yeah, Code Two is just kind of like it's like a little brand of mine. You know what I mean? I mean, it's kind of like a side thing. I uh, it's it's in my name. You know, it's it, I, I uh. I, I call it Kings of the Underground because I kind of feel like everyone is kind of like their own king. You know what I mean? For sure. Everyone's kind of like the the uh, fuck. I just totally lost train of thought. You got cut down. I, I'll take over. No, I thought good. Is it kind of like we're like we're all kings? So like in a sense, like everybody's royalty. We're all in the same tier. Exactly. That's kind of treated on that level. Like, like I know I know a lot of artists that talk 
big about themselves and they got like kind of like they big heads on their shoulders. Number one. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, so I only really vibe with people that, um, that are like their own fucking, you know, like they, like they got respect for everyone else, but they also got mad respect for themselves. And that's kind of like where I'm at. Like I respect, I respect the fuck out of myself and I respect the fuck out of everyone around me. Everyone around me is a king in their own right. You know ah, what that's I mean? killer. So in a sense, that's your brand and that's your image. And that's what you're trying to, like you're, you're trying to push. That's your goal. Exactly. I just want to push like, like flash gang code two. You know what I mean? Like, like I got, I got, I got a mad youngins with me who are like trying to start out doing rap too. And, uh, I made like a little group, um, of about four artists. It's called that's Flash Game. No, no, no. That's uh Flash Game is kind of separate. I have my own little group that's kind of like we're putting together some stuff behind the scenes right now. It's called Infinity. Infinity, okay. And um the reason I called it that is because I want I want to make something that's gonna stick around forever, you know what I mean? And so I just like enlisted these fucking like 18, 19 year old kids who are trying to get into music, and um I just told them like, yo, like come run with me. I'm going to make sure you guys don't make the mistakes that I made when I was first starting out. Cause I'm 22. Word. I've been serious about rap for, um, about like just about like a year, like over a year. And, um, when I was first starting out trying to like go and do like studios and other shit and trying to like fuck with music, I made a lot of mistakes. You know what I mean? I see a lot of like younger artists making the same mistakes that I made. And I just know how, like how it like affected me mentally and so I just like brought on like see I got Amvrillo. Yeah. Amvrillo yeah. is uh that that's like my little Asian son. Like Amvrillo, he's, he's, <laughs> he's one of the flyest rappers you'll ever hear. This guy's flow unreal. That. I think that unreal. Um, you know we got Pato. Uh, who's RJ? Sick guy. Yo, these guys, these these kids, like they're the new wave, bro. They're the next wave in Edmonton. On God. And, so are um, you are you trying to just be like exclusively a music mentor or are you kind of being like a lifestyle type dude? A little bit of both. I mean like not all of the like it's it's just kind of like a um it's just kind of like a situation where it's like they hit me up about anything and everything, you know? I feel you. Um I just I just feel like people can fucking not make the same mistakes that I made along the way. And bro, you know, you're a mentor. You're doing it right. That's amazing, man. I I I, I try my I try my best. Like I don't have fucking I, I, I am blown up or nothing like that. So I don't got answers to everything. But when I feel like I'm going in the right direction, I share it with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And dude. when this shit really takes off, like everyone's gonna be on the wave. You know what I mean? So I resonate with that very well, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Dude, that's the mission. And that that kind of responds to your Kings of the Underground as well. You're kind of training that mentality into into the younger folk and then hopefully they pass that on and then it's like a chain wave reaction, right? Definitely. That's Definitely. the goal. That's that's amazing, man. So that's that's your goal with Infinity. Does Flash Gang have a reason behind the name? Flash Gang is just like like Flash Gang is like the close homies, you know what I mean? Like Flash Gang is the people that I'm coming up with right now that are like um like that's that's just like that's just like the gang you know that like that's not even just music like that's roots right there oh i like, see me and you Vaconi, Banzetti, like that's a roots right there like 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 when me when me and Vaconi were starting off together and we linked up with double v like and Banzetti was always there but Banzetti wasn't sure if he wanted to start yet and uh when all four of us were linked up and, and everything it was just like like we all knew that we had some together you know so that's, that's wild uh, man so when did you guys like kind of officiate that as your name and that as your like kind of what you're representing that was probably about two three weeks ago oh no shit 
Yeah, so it's kind of a recent thing. Yeah. It's a recent thing, but I mean, still, like, um, Flash Gang, in essence, was a thing for, like, two years. It, we just never had a name or, like, a title or anything like yeah. that because we just yeah. wanted but it was, But everyone in the city who knows us knows that we're a unit. You know what I mean? For sure. We just never put no title on it. So That's wild, man. I it was kind that. of time that we did that. Yeah. So let's talk about some of your 2020 releases then. Eh? Actually, maybe we forgot. We missed a couple of singles from 2019. You dropped Say So, Playboy Bunny, and Down. <laughs> but what was that? What was your reason for dropping these as singles? Um, originally, I wanted them on the project, but I just couldn't get them done quick enough. So, so Say So is with an artist named Top 5 from Toronto, and that was the first single I dropped after Trap Grunge. And, uh, yo, Top 5, like, he went crazy on the hook, and uh, he hit me up, and he was Boy. like, yo, I want to do some work. And I was like, let's get it, bro. So Top 5 sent me the... Uh, he sent me like a little hook and everything and a beat and I was like, yo, this fire and uh, it, it it took off, you know, like say yeah, so yeah. say so is like one of my biggest songs. Um uh down is uh with an artist from uh uh Cleveland. His name is Trapo and uh Trapo is crazy, bro. Like uh I came across that song um because originally it was just like a little open verse and I can't remember how I got my hands on it. I just I can't remember, but anyway, I found, I had it, and I fucking hit up Trapo. I hit up Trapo, and Trapo, he's like, a, he's a bigger artist in the states. Like this guy's worked with like uh, Lil Peep and shit like that. And um, hey. I hit up Trapo. I hit him up in the DMs. I was like, Yo, bro, like I found this. I can't remember how. I was like, This is sick. Can I lay down a verse on this? And he was like, Yeah, go ahead. Oh, dude, that's wild. So it was, it was just kind of like a vibe thing. Like me and Trapo aren't really friends like that or nothing. But uh, he's a, he's a wavy guy, and like down was a fucking sick song and i was just like yo i want to do something on it and he said yo go ahead so um yeah i dropped that um uh playboy bunny <laughs> playboy bunny is like one of my favorite favorite songs i've ever done um i did that bunny, track too that's featuring uh Viconi and my homie solo xl solo xl that's gangdom right there too um he uh originally it was just like a song for me and i had like t- uh, two verses on it or whatever but i wasn't really feeling my second verse and uh one time me and solo we were just like back and forth shooting each other shit and um i showed him playboy bunny and he was like yo bro i snap on that song and i was like hey. for real i was like you you fuck with this and he was like yeah bro because me and solo like we're in like we're in different categories you know what i mean like solo is almost on his own fucking like tupac shit like he's like i don't know if you know solo xo but he fucking like he goes hard you know what i mean and so i do do know him yeah so yeah solo xo did his thing on there and i was like sheesh and then originally (laughs) originally when i showed when i showed vaconi the song i was only spitting it i didn't have a recorded version of it and i showed him and he was like he was like bro that's not it what do you mean? He told he told he didn't fuck with it. So I was like, ah, that's all good. That's all good. And then I recorded it. I recorded it. I showed it to him. He's like, okay, let me jump on that real quick. And I was like, you know, the rest. <laughs> and he gave it. What was the difference? He just had to hear it twice. Yeah, no, I think it was just like I probably like just like spit it fucked up or something. <laughs> ah, fair. You just wasn't in the moment. All right, all right, all right. That's wild. All right. Then 2020 comes along. You drop two more tracks. You got, dude. I, I love that. I actually kind of really like that. You always have a feature. Not always have a feature, sorry, but you tend to include the boys, man. It shows connections. Hundred percent. It's just shows because family, like, man. Whenever I'm doing music, it's just like a link up thing. Like I'm always like, like I'm always trying to do songs with my boys, and I'm always I, I got way, like way more solo shit on the way though because like 
that's like the biggest thing is that like I made a song with just about everyone that I want to make a song with. You know Whoa. what I mean? Yeah. So right now, like I'm just really focusing on like putting on my solo content. Like I'm doing this video with North South Flip, and then like right after that, I'm, I'm gonna hit him with another one. That's like. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say what it is. Yeah, it's a little bit too early, but I'm gonna hit him with a crazy <laughs> solo track, a crazy solo track. Yeah. And, um, nice man. When can we expect that? I want to say November. I want to say November, but everything is kind of still in the planning phase right now. Nice. So, right. Trying to do a video every second month right now is what I'm on. That is a wild <laughs> level of content, man. How, how are you going to pull that off, though? Who's who's your uh, main guy behind, like, video editing and directing and stuff? That's Vaconi. That's Vaconi. That's Vaconi, Vaconi Vision. And he's like, hell yeah, let's do two, two a month. Uh, or sorry, it's not two a month, sorry, one every two months. I came to Vaconi with the idea. I was just like, yo, bro, like, I really want to start pushing videos. And Vaconi's like, obviously, me and Vaconi, like, we go way back and we fuck with each other's music hard. And he was just like, yeah, let's get it, bro. So, um, you know, I, I, I pay him well and he does fucking dope work for me. You know what I mean? That's wild, bro. I do know. Yeah. So, do you guys just kind of make the time or do you schedule it in? Um, it depends. Like, down the hall was supposed to be a one-day shoot, but we ended up... Uh, so we had to plan it in because he's a busy guy. He's got a lot of clients. No doubt. I want to work with a lot of people because, like, yo, he's, he's good at what he does. You know what I mean? So he's got yeah. to. But, um... Yeah, so we plan that shit in and uh, we, we make it happen. We lock in with each other and like me and him always like I bring him my vision and uh, he makes it happen. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's so. crazy, man. That's facts. So on May 31st, you released a, a five track album. Is it five tracks? No, it's six tracks. But one, oh, no, it's five tracks. One's an intro track. Yeah, uh, your t- your track title "Death Wish." All your all your titles here are lowercase. It seems to be a statement in itself. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, there's a lot of emotion built into this project, bro. For me, like, I n- I never really saw myself doing something like that, but I wanted to um, I wanted to make a project that kind of like encapsulates like just raw emotion. You know what I mean? Like, like it sounds like a, a lot of the stuff that's going on kind of behind the scenes or has gone on behind the scenes. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's just like. Like, I don't really consider myself, like, as we speak. And even when Death Wish was released, like, I'm, as far as fucking mental health goes, everything, I'm all good. <laughs> but, I mean, I had these songs and I had these things that I just, like, had to get off my chest. You know, I didn't I didn't put out Death Wish wanting it to be, like, this fucking big record that's going to blow up and everything. I just yeah. wanted to put out some that's just like straight from the heart you know what i mean all my music straight from the heart but death wish is like digging like real deep you know oh for sure so. man it's a it's a total shift in style from your previous content that's for sure and it, and you definitely laid it out in that sense where you want it this is something that you wanted to put out yeah i just wanted to put everything on the table you know what i mean like i'm the I'm, when it comes to me and my music like like i ain't hiding nothing from nobody you know like all my cars are all my cars are on the table like everything that's like, fucking dope i feel you i feel you so everything's on the table like you know fucking take me as you will you know word bro let's uh let's start with the intro though to that to, if you don't mind digging into it a little bit yeah of We're, course i had to listen to that multiple times over because i have i've got kind of recently refreshed opinions i guess on the content of uh, i guess this this project as a whole but where's this quote from do you know uh the oh before i disappear before I disappear, yeah. That is it. That is from one of my favorite movies of all time. So 
I tried to find it. I couldn't. Before I Disappear is a uh, short film. Actually, no, it was originally a short film that was adapted into a uh, into like a real movie um, by a director named Sean Christensen. And that guy, like, I've never seen another movie by him. But when I saw that first movie, like, that shit resonated so hard with me just because, like, especially what um the actor who's talking right there, that's Ron Perlman. I fucking love Ron Perlman. Yeah. And um, what he said there when he's like, like, every day might as well be your last. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's how I felt for the longest time because, like, a lot there was a long time where i was just like <clears throat> i don't know how to put this in a way that doesn't sound fucked up but like i just didn't give a just fuck just fucking do it dude yeah no i feel you. I, I, did, I didn't i didn't i didn't give a fuck about nothing like drugs alcohol whatever i didn't give a fuck about nothing bro like and uh, everything i was doing you're like kind of you're like maybe tomorrow won't happen in a sense exactly and like i i didn't i didn't celebrate that or nothing like that but i wasn't scared about it you know what i mean it was so, just the reality of it. Yeah, that's just kind of the reality of the place that we're from. And um, it's just like, and my mental state at the time and everything, I was just like, yeah, like, if it happens, it happens, you know? So Death Wish is just about, like, like it's just, like, life on the edge. Fucking, you don't give a fuck about nothing. A lot of shit's going, around, uh, going on around you, and you got no control over it. And, like, you know, it's just fucking... It's it's just raw take on life. For real, I feel you. So from when from when did you first see that before I disappear that short film to when you put out uh, Death Wish? I saw it before I disappear. Um, I would have been seventeen the first time I saw that movie. So a long time ago. So about five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. So you so with this project, you're dabbling into feelings and emotions from that kind of time space. Well, yeah, I mean, like it's it, it goes it goes back a while, you know, like it goes back a long time. So um, everything everything in that project is just like from stuff as close as like <clears throat> six months before that project was released to stuff as far back as like five years. Yeah, facts. Word, man, that's crazy. So, I had a lot more songs for that project too, but like I said, I keep shit short and concise, and I just want like you know. I feel you. So, so not not necessarily in the context of being in like a healthy mental space, but more so in the context of what you were talking about with like knowing that death can come at any moment. How's your relationship with death kind of changed from uh, what you're talking about experiencing before? Or I guess that you were trying to resonate in this uh, project here. Um, right now, like um. Ever since I started doing the music shit for real, I have a lot more on the line that I can gain or lose. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I feel like back then, my my whole thing was like, you know, you don't. Best way to put it is like, I feel like I have a lot more going on in my life now that like makes me not want to live that way anymore. You know what I mean? Also, oh, it's totally kind of shifted even the way that you do your day to day. Definitely, definitely. Because like, th- there's days like like depression and shit, like anxiety. You don't even want to get the fuck out of bed, bro. I feel you. I feel like, you. Just, and like most days, like 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 you you gotta find like a reason to get up. You know what I mean? And uh, there was like a long time where it's like I didn't have no reason. I have no. You know what I mean? I was just trying. I was just trying to do my thing. I feel but, you um, on that, man. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of where that came from. But but yeah. So like you're saying, kind of music kind of drove you out of that space. Do you find that when you get like feelings, like like you were just saying, you sometimes find it hard to get out of bed and shit. Do you find like music pulls you out of bed? Because to be honest, I find kind of sometimes the opposite, where I feel like obligated to work on music or obligated to work on shit, but then I just like don't want to, you know? Is it definitely? Is it definitely an obligation? Because it's like. 
<clears throat> it's definitely an obligation because like um I owe it to myself because I've invested so much into this that it has to happen and um it's just like there's no other choice like I'm, I, I, so you, you essentially don't got time for that anymore I don't yeah like I, like here's Tyler the creator I don't listen to much of his music but this guy's a great lyric where he's like I cashed my first check and said fuck depression and um that's kind of like I heard that I heard that one lyric and I was like man um I kind of I'm kind of on the same wave where it's like I ain't depressed no more or nothing like that but I fucking as soon as I had a as soon as I had records in the vault that I knew were gonna go places I was like I don't have no time to be on no fuck shit anymore. Like I gotta, I gotta wake the fuck up. You know what I mean? Bro, I do know what you mean. I'm shaking. So, that feels it's amazing. Um, that's exactly like how it went down. You know, it's just like I just had to fucking, you know, fucking just get the fuck up and get the fuck out. And that's like when I started like going out to these shows and trying to link up with people. And like I was meeting Core. I'm at Double V. I'm at everybody. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I got my shows and shit. And then, like, on the sidelines, of course, there's always, like, not at, at this point, like, I don't have nobody in my life that's trying to fuck me up right now. I eliminated all that bullshit. You got rid of all the negativity. Is that kind of what Death Wish is about as well? Because I know, I know you talk about losing a lot of people, and I, I know the circumstances are all different in it, but you want to elaborate on that a little? Yeah, I mean, like... <clears throat> I've lost people either to like them dying or like lost friends because like you let certain businesses that you're involved in get in the way or um, you lose friends just because like people change. And uh, that has a lot to do with it. I mean, like definitely um, it, ju- it, it just comes down to like, you know, you, you, you just <laughs> it's, it's so it's so hard to like put it into words because um, I feel like emotions are just like their own thing. You know, like they can't even. Like writing that project, writing that whole project was super fucking difficult because I had to get everything right on it. You know what I mean? For sure. So the best way to put it is that like, sorry, can you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> I don't even remember the direct question. We we went into a couple ones after that. Okay, word. Well, <laughs> basically, I'll, I'll cap it all by saying like, for sure. By saying like, Death Wish is a collection of emotions that are long-standing, that I have for a minute. That I don't feel no more, but as soon as I made that record, I um I got rid of that shit. You know what I mean? It was a venting thing, and it was just about loss, um, losing like the will to live, fucking up, um, getting fucked up, and my view on the world at the time. So obviously a lot of things have changed, but I mean, my whole goal with that with that record is just like I want people to um look at my mistakes and learn from them you know that's like that's that's my biggest thing is like i've made so many fucking mistakes along the way that like that's why i rap you know what i mean like i feel like people can take from my music and be like okay like i was the same mistakes that he did you know yeah it it comes from a really really good place and i feel like people will be able to sense that especially you said you say you got a lot of uh solo projects coming up right definitely you got a lot a lot of things down the line you want to you want to we're actually running into overtime here so if you want to elaborate on some of the some of the quick key points that you're working on yeah 100 percent. so i'm working on a uh i am working on a joint project right now with uh my homie young bear and uh man we did some fucking stellar shit on that project me and young bear like that's a big link up right yeah. there how many um, tracks uh we got five we got five songs <laughs> Sick. And, any any other features uh no just me and just me and bear 
That's wild. Me and Double V, we're working on something big as well. We're kind of we got we got a lot of we got a lot in the vault. We got a lot in the vault that we're about to put out for people. Um, Man, I can tell. That's crazy. All in all, I probably got about twenty songs in the vault right now, and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to be doing mad videos. So you can expect a lot more from me. You're gonna be hearing my name a lot. That's word, bro. I'm looking forward to it. So, what would you say is your main like day to day hustle? Like, what's your what are you looking to crush through every single day? What I'm trying to do every single day, get my money right, number one, work on whatever the fuck I need to work on that day, whether it be music, whether it be in my own life. Um, Also, you got balance. Definitely. Definitely. That's like number one point, bro. Like you always got to have that balance in your life. I mean, like music is everything to me, but at the same time, it's also like... I got other shit going on too, you know what I mean? That's word, bro. We're going to kick it off right here and we'll end it with a track by you. But is there anything you want to sign off on or say to anybody who's listening just kind of as the last point? Uh, Really your call? Fuck yeah. I mean, like, uh, the best way to end this is just to say, like, don't let your emotions get the best of you. Stay on your grind. Stay hustling. Make money. Make moves. And get the fuck out the trap. That's word. That's word right there. Thank you so much, Young Hoss Koto. I appreciate you so much for joining me today. Thank you, bro, for having me. Much love. Much love, brother. All right. Take care, homie. Yeah, you as well, bro. Peace. I hope y'all enjoyed that interview with Young Hoss Koto. If you want to learn a little bit more on him, head on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Young Hoss Koto. That's Y-U-N-G-H-O-S-S-K-O-T-U. And we are going to listen to his track, Down the Hall, featuring Northside Flip. I hope you enjoy it, and take care. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. I gotta make a car. Make a car. I can make some money down the hall. Couple heads in my hood wanna hear there's some shit that'll take them off the bar, yeah. I gotta make a car. Make a car. I can make some money down the hall. Couple heads on my hood wanna hear there's some shit that'll take them off the ball. Yeah. I gotta trip my phone. Still got ops on the road. They try to leech man so, but I can never be working for another man. Go new bitch, same nice, same bitch, wanna twice. Gotta make a drop, put it down on some ice. My brother hit my line with a drop, can't deny. I'ma never waste this, so I never seen time. I turn my ops to believers. They buying my vision, they buying my features. My demons still breathing, my brothers stay washing. Get through to the cleaners, you best not be talking. That boy had a seizure the way he was flopping. Follow the leader, they get right to march. Think we receive. Receivers the way that we caught him Think that we teach is the way that we taught him Hoss yeah. I gotta make a, car. make a car I can make some money down the hall Couple heads in my hood Wanna hear there's some shit that'll take him off the bar Yeah I gotta make a car I can make some money down the hall Couple heads in my hood Wanna hear there's some shit that'll take him off the bar Yeah Wanna see me clear a room? 
Wanna see me pull up with a couple ghouls with the tools And we busting out the boot like we rapping with no rules Picking back, being boom, nah, they don't want no truth Gotta hit them with the facts If they ain't hearing that, then I pull up and I hit them with the back Gotta hit them with the Mac When I came up in the scene, they were shook Rather be a fucking body in the grave than a page in my book Got the verse in the hood I'm the person that they look at when there's dirt in the hood I'm the worst and that's good round burst that I push from the Glock Got the neighbors down the hall calling cops, I see Bros down the hall live across and they pulling out the Glocks, they don't hesitate to pop Hopping at the spot, slinging rock, making wash with the squad Like, how you making guap? I gotta make a car I can make some money down the hall Couple heads in my hood, one ahead of some shit That'll take them off the bar, yeah I gotta make a car I can make some money down the hall Couple heads in my hood, one ahead of some shit That'll take them off the bar, yeah